Yo, welcome back to Couch Sessions. Today I'm joined with a legend. If you've ever heard of the dance music underground scene here in Australia, then you might have heard of Alivate. If you haven't, well now is your chance to get to know the man who has bet it all on the music industry in hopes it pays off. If you're new here, don't forget to like and subscribe on your podcast platform as it not only helps the podcast grow, but also helps the podcast guests grow as well. You can support the podcast directly at buymeacoffee.com forward slash couch sessions. There's a lot of cool stuff over there. Go check it out. Shout out to Nora for being a couch help supporter. If you want to find out more, all the links are down below in the description. If you're listening to this on the podcast, go check us out on YouTube at Couch Sessions. Links down below. But enough of that. Find that comfy spot on the couch and let's get it. Elevate, man. Thanks for coming on. Ah, no. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's good to be on. Yeah. Um, welcome to Couch Sessions. We're going to get to know you a little bit better. Um, you did start by telling me that your name is Theo, but it is not Theo. <laughs> so, no. Nah, so, my, my, <laughs> so, my real name is Dion. Um, Dion, okay. And I, yeah, yeah. So, um, the story behind that is we're watching Love Island one night, like the UK one. And yeah, it's, a, <laughs> and um, there was this guy Theo on there and like, he always used to like, um, sorry, no, there's this guy, Mike. And this Theo did come in. He was one of like the other, like, you know, people on there. And this Mike dude was just like going off. He was like, you know, Theo, like who the F is Theo? Rah, 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 like in a real pommy accent. And then one night we're at dinner and I just said, you know what? Like, we're all just saying it for a laugh. Like me and my family and my uncle and whatnot. And we just, I just changed it. And then, yeah, people like, it, it's sort of stuck with people. So it's confused. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's real stupid. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's for a laugh at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad I got that out of the way first before I started addressing you as Theo. You know, that would have just been. <laughs> uh, that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah. You, you would have got it, but I wouldn't have. I would have been like, why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's true. It's it's funny because when I'm when I'm out and about, people like they when I remember the first time I did it, they're like, "Wait, so is your real name Dion or is it Dion?" I'm like, "Nah, it's it's Dion." But like sometimes I'll just go along with it and just like see how long I could string it along. Yeah, you could change it to Theon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that could be a possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, maybe we'll see. <laughs> where did it all begin for you, music wise? So I used to back when oh geez, this is like almost 10 years ago now oh don't worry we'll go back just... <laughs> um so in i think it was like 2006 the early hard style days um that's when i sort of like discovered the electronic sort of side of it um and i was like like what is this this is just amazing um and then a few years come a few years later the the whole like electro movement with like you know Barbara Streisand and, and, and Duck Sauce doing all that. And so the electro housey sort of movement that really come along, you know, Richard Vision, Static Revenger, those, those types of um, artists. Mm. I fell in love with it. And then a few years later, the Melbourne sort of stuff come along and I was like, this is, you know, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And um, that's, I, I think that's where the passion sort of started for the, the whole, like, I, I always love music. Yeah. Like everyone loves listening to music, but 
three years after that was when I like when I decided, okay, I want to you know I want to become a DJ and you know see where it takes me. Yeah, you got your first gig at Wawa, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the um, they used to run underages like um, okay. back when yeah when I was like sixteen. Um, yeah, that was sick. That was that was so much fun. I, I miss them. Yeah. Yeah, what um, is the best? <laughs> you have been in the industry for a while and you're a Melbourne local, correct? Yeah, spot on. Yeah? Um, yeah. How has the music scene changed over the years from, like, say, 2015 to now? I'd say back in 2015, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the crowd, obviously the crowd's different, you know, like, because that was when I sort of first, well, I was going out underage. Oops. Don't tell mum, although she already knows. <laughs> um, but like the a lot's changed, you know, like the certain clubs aren't open for as long as they, they used to be, you know, so like the duration has sort of gotten a little bit slower. The sounds progressed, obviously. Um, trends came in and sort of faded out. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's It's changed a lot. You know, I, I think public transport being available 24-7 sort of stunned like that a little bit as well and had a bit of a sort of major impact on it. Because um, obviously if you go out on a weekend, you know, after like midnight or 12.30 or something, there used to be nothing till like 7, 8 a.m. So it was like you were forced, it was like a forced incentive to stay in the city and just, you know, party. That's why, you know, quite a few venues would, have these recoveries that went to 8, 9 a.m. And then you'd have, you know, jungle go till like midday, 1 p.m. even. Mm. So it's changed quite a bit. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's cool. It's still good fun. I love it. You know, it's, it's sick. Do you think it's changed for better or worse? That's a very good question. I, I don't want to piss anyone off here. <laughs> um, look. It's a little hard to say with COVID. Um, I think in some instances, the the best thing that happened was COVID because it's sort of shown everyone, you know, next week's not promised. You don't know when the next, you know, how long is it going to be before we can actually step inside these venues and enjoy. So I think in a way, the impact on that first proper night back, it was just, it was like nothing I had seen in years. Um, Vibe-wise, it was just, insane um it did drop off a bit i think because you know everyone sort of took it a little bit for granted but um yeah probably to answer your question i don't know i have to sit on the fence a little bit with that one. am i allowed to sit on the fence yeah no that's cool I? yeah yeah just i yeah? like to put people right, on the cool. spot you know make them feel uncomfortable and see what they come up with i love that <laughs> <laughs> um how was your first gig back after covid you said that because you guys were in lockdown for so fucking long Man, we're still in lockdown. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, nah, like, where did I play? I, I had, well, the it was bizarre. Like, the very first one, which was lucky on a Thursday, that was seated capacity. So, I don't, do you want me to talk about that one or do you want me to talk about the Cloud Nine one, which was just a, it was just a free-for-all? What was a seated event like? Because we had them here, but I never went. Like, it, is it weird? Yeah, like it's just, you know, you have this big sort of space and then there's just trestle tables on the dance floor and it's like you're looking at it and you're like, 
you know, on this massive stage with all these lights and everything happening. And you're like, like, what, what the hell? Like, you know, it was, it was an experience I'd say, but, and there, the, there's a sort of one positive thing. Well, besides obviously playing, um, I enjoyed playing just out in general. The one sort of positive I took from it was, you know, although there was only like, I think 50 or a hundred people there, it felt like they made it feel like the room was full, mm. which was, you know, it was, it was quite amazing because yeah, I, it was, you know, it was, yeah, it was just incredible. Um, in that aspect but yeah just the the look was just weird and bizarre and this is the first it was yeah it was weird (laughs) and what was it like you know not being able to go out and do your usual stuff or what you do on the weekend and being in lockdown like how did that affect your mental health um that's a great question actually i love that um so through the first one i was pretty like because we've had we had the two major ones last year obviously i was pretty like I was, I was devastated because I knew that last gig I played, I knew that was it like the week after we got into lockdown. So it hit me sort of really hard that I couldn't really, you know, obviously DJing is my only job. I don't really work. You know, I've, I've put all my eggs in this basket, you know, so I have to, this has to work for me. There's no ifs or buts about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I had the mindset of let's just, you know, let's just, do the lockdown now, get it out of the way and move on as soon and as fast as we can. Um, so there was that, there was a lot of different sides of me. I felt like there was the whole, even the side of, um, I had like, I had a really, I got really creative. Like I, I said, right, I've got time now to sort of just experiment and see how much I can develop, you know, and improve my, cause that, I'd say like this time last year, or maybe even just a little bit before, I really wasn't, I wasn't, a, like, I don't, I don't consider myself a, an amazing music producer. I'm getting better though. Um, but just look at the tracks I was making back then to now. And because I've put in those, that little extra time that the lockdowns have given me, it's helped me really develop and, and sort of hone in on that side of things, which was good. Um, in the second one though, like I was just, I was just a complete mess. I think um, my head was over all over the shop um and i needed like i was just i'll I'll be honest with you i was just unfriending unfollowing people like left right and center like i was just and it was just over like the dumbest things you know that i look back on now and i'm like wow like was i really that petty type thing um but i also took a lot of growth from that so that was sort of one of the positives that i took from it you know um so yeah it was it was good and bad yeah just unfriending all your friends up in queensland like fuck you why do you get to party yeah legit (laughs) fucking assholes are we allowed to swear in this i don't know if we're allowed to yeah yeah, that's fine that's fine i don't mind um i see because i've I've been i've been refraining from like dropping f-bombs so (laughs) no that's cool (laughs) um yeah that that, i should really tell people because they always ask but yeah no it's cool but you said you um you were kind of struggling in the second run. Did you have family around you or like, do you live with your family or do you live by yourself or partner? Yeah. 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 No. So oh, I wish I had a partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I am, um, I'm, I'm still at home. I'm still living off, living in a room at my, my folks place. So I've got, that's me, um, mom, dad, and my younger brother. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just us. I mean, yeah, we sort of had each other to lean on, but you know, even that, it gets testing at times. That goes so then, far, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's just, you know, and just like being confined to 
the same walls and scenery every day. Just you know, I'm sure you'd know being being in Sydney. I don't know how tight it is over there at the moment, um, but it, just, it drives you just fucking crazy. Not that tight. I, I just went to Woolies like not long ago. It's, it's oh, like we're in oh, lock, <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Stay weird. At home order. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I can't, I can't talk today. Like, I mean, I've, I mean, for all the listeners out there, I'm probably going to cop it. But like, <laughs> I had to, I went and picked up my friend. She gave me a haircut, so <laughs> I've had to do a bit of driving for her. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's all right. This drops in October, so hopefully, you guys are out of lockdown by then. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> um, who's your biggest Brian. inspiration on like getting into all this? Oh, wow. Um, that's another good question. I wouldn't say I have sort of a, just just one. I have multiple. Um, I'd say at the start it was Sparks, you know, because he sort of carried and still is carrying the movement of the whole Melbourne sort of sound. But as time sort of progressed and as I sort of matured a little bit more and you see more artists, um, you know, live and whatnot, you know, Heath Renata really sort of played a big, um, a big, impact in what i play my sets what i make and whatnot um i'd say even zach de petro travelos johnny canick um you know they're, they're the boys that i still look up to although I'm, I'm friends with you know almost all of them um i still look up to them quite a bit they're they're you know they're my favorite people to go and watch play yeah even so orchestrated as well so i have to i have to include the orc boys adam and dean um <laughs> yeah, yeah they're cool What's it like yeah, uh, playing alongside like big names like that? I haven't played. I haven't played alongside Sparks yet. That that's the ultimate goal. Um, well, uh, playing against Haste, like I was sort of a little bit nervous. I remember it was two years ago on my birthday. Actually, I think it was three years ago. I was a little nervous because um, I like it's like you know you don't want to disappoint the art. Like you don't want to disappoint him because he's putting his eggs in mm. one basket. Going well, hey, you know I'm trusting you to sort of play with me. But um, it was good. Like I played with I played with Johnny, I think a couple times. Zach maybe once, and I've versed Travelos a handful of times as well. And it's just it's just so much fun, you know. Like those blokes are just on they're on another level, um, you know. And that's the level that I want to go to. I want I want to you know I want to really reach their level and 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 take it even further. Um, it's just it's such an honor, you know. Just I, I still pinch myself that I get the opportunity and that like you know promoters give me that opportunity to really sort of, you know, play with these guys who have been around a lot longer than I have. Yeah. Cause you ended up on the, um, on the flyer for Sparks Mania, didn't you? Yeah. yeah Did you make so it up there or has that not happened yet? So Sparks Mania hasn't, it hasn't actually happened yet. Um, the one in Melbourne, the one in Brizzy did. Okay. Um, we've had to move the, yeah, we've had to move it quite a bit. Uh, due to due to the lockdown, so yep. um, it's a, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate, but yeah, that that's one that I'm pinching myself for. I was ready, I was really excited for that one because I was playing a billboard. So like, obviously, you know, supporting Sparks and playing a billboard is huge. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I think they have they moved it now. I'm not sure. You probably know more about it than I do. Uh, I can't remember, man. To be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I what can't was keep up anymore? <laughs> yeah, everything comes and goes. It's crazy. All days just oh. merge into one. Oh man, it's nuts. <laughs> uh, what was it like getting that news? 
Like, um, well, I believe it or not, I actually had no idea I was getting booked for it until someone messaged me. Like, one of like my mates messaged me and he's like, "Congratulations!" And I'm like, "For what? What the fuck did I do?" Like, yeah, sweet, cheers, man. He's like, "Well, don't you know?" I'm like, "No, tell me." And he's like, "Oh, you're playing at Sparks Mania." I'm like, "Nah." (laughs) He's like. It's like, yeah, dude. So I looked it up, right? Because I didn't believe him. I'm like, no, nah, man, you like you pull my arm here. And I looked it up, and when I saw my logo on it, I was like, holy shit! Like I'm, I'm supporting the big. I've, I've supported him before, but like I'm supporting him again. So I was like, you know, and it's like in his hometown of Melbourne. So I'm like, it's just gonna be nuts. Yeah. Have you? That's, I don't want to bite any uh, toes here, but that sound agency have they given you more opportunities than what you would have by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, that sound, they've, they've helped me quite a bit, you know. Um, they've been real good, you know. From, from, from the get-go, they were sort of really, you know, just it was just basically, you know, just let me do me type thing. Um, they've, yeah, there's, they've, they've gotten me some good gigs, you know, like Mildura. I played in Mildura just before we went into the June lockdown. That was, that was so much fun. Um, I don't remember much of it, but yeah, it was, it was great fun um, with Dwayne and Mads. And then there's a bunch of, I think, I think they've, I, I honestly, I can't remember what they've, like how much they've booked me for, but they've, they've definitely helped grow my, my fan base and, you know, helped me grow as an artist, I feel, and, and how I even just approach, you know, the whole scene and, and my look on it. So it's been good, man. You did say you put all your eggs into this basket, but, if you had to pick something else, what would you be doing? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Um, I used to play soccer when I was younger, so maybe a soccer player. Yeah. Um, I still play indoor. I play indoor every Wednesday when we're not in lockdown. Um, so I still love the sport, but I don't know. Probably besides that, obviously this is a tough one, but like probably an F1 driver. Um, I've been getting into that a little bit more lately, so... Um, yeah, definitely an F1 driver or a soccer player. I've got that question here. What made you, makes you a big fan of the F1s? Like, I, I love <laughs> it. Like, it's just, I'm so, my brother, so my younger brother, he's eight years younger than me. He, he was a massive fan way back when. Like, he's, not way back when, but like, when obviously, like, he's, he's loved it since he was like three, four years old. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he would always like tell me, and I'm like, who what like I don't really I didn't really give a shit at the time um and then we sort of I, I remember going one year and I was like yeah this is sick and then I sort of I could like obviously because I'm, I'm playing gigs on a Saturday night it makes it hard to go race on a Sunday like to go to the races on the Sunday mm. and watch them so I had to miss out the last one of the last few years that my parents went but yeah I, I, I don't know like I haven't like I've loved I haven't loved it always I think the last few years because of the drive to survive Netflix series, that's like sort of played a big part and just made me go, this is like, and then like, I don't know the minute, the minute, like I'm not really, I don't really delve into sport a lot, but when I like started watching the, the, the doco, I just wanted to learn more and I wanted to learn everything about it. And I was like, this is just, it's, it's insane. Yeah. How do your parents, feel about you doing this full-time just had like um yeah, that's, that's that's actually a good question do so they get they, it they, 
Yeah, at the start, like when I was sort of um, when I was 16, 17, um, and obviously spending all my time in nightclubs, they were like, you know, this is not like, you know, can't you wait to 18 type thing? And I'm like, I just wanted at that time to speed up the process as much as I could, mm. you know, and just, you know, make that beginning, just have the beginning earlier. Um, they, they do understand it because they've seen me get, you know, they've always been supportive and they've always said, you know, we will support you no matter what you decide to do, which is, um, I think it, it, it's great. Um, at the start, they were a bit iffy. And I mean, obviously with COVID, they've, you know, you can't really play in a nightclub because nothing's open. Yeah. So it's been, um, that's been, you know, they've, I wouldn't say they've been on my back, but, you know, they've just sort of said, hey, you know, maybe try looking at getting into something else just for the time being, just to earn money and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't really, besides, mm. I don't really have an interest. Like, the, the sort of way that I look at it is I don't really have an interest in doing anything besides making music, um, playing Pokemon Go, playing the F1 game and watching the F1. So, <laughs> you know, why put my energy into something I don't, I'm not passionate about? Yeah. That's true. Your parents are walking around putting like uh, TAFE courses up on the fridge and stuff. It's like, oh, what's this? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nah, they're, not, they're not that bad. Thank God. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> oh, God. Don't say um, that. <laughs> how has been the um, production process for you? Um, oh, what do you mean, actually? That's a, that's, that's a good question. Because you said you're... You're still learning. And so what has been the hardest part, I'd say? I think the hardest part is, and everyone, like every artist sort of goes through this, is that you want to, you have sound, like you have this image in your head of how you want to track the sound, right? And then when you're constructing it on, you know, on the program, it sounds completely opposite and you just get so pissed off because it's like, why the fuck does this, like, does this synth not sound like this or why does these perks not sound like this and that's sort of been you know one of the hard things i suppose learning it's been i think the theory behind like the theory side is just hard you know knowing what keys work with what like i'll still when i'm when i'm working on music i'll still look up like let's say a minor for example just so i know what keys and whatnot and i'll just fiddle from there but i found a lot with me it was a lot of trial and error you know do something send it off to a few people get feedback redo it rah rah um so i'm, I'm mainly self-taught i um i should probably get lessons of someone just to sort of refine my um uh, my skills and abilities a little bit more but i'm just lazy i like my <laughs> own i like i feel like it's it's a bad way to in a way it's good and bad but like i feel more more of a sense of pride if i learn it myself as opposed to like you know paying someone however much it's like oh yeah you know like pay me this and i'll teach you for an hour and then it might not like it might not stick Mm. where if I sort of teach it myself, it'll stick a little more. Well, I'm sure there's like 100,000 YouTube videos you could watch if you get really stuck. So I'll go to the same few every time I'm stuck. So yeah, <laughs> yeah they're the same Will Sparks ones, making of this song, making of that song. Just, <laughs> I, I, I take the most away from them. It just yeah. makes it exciting and, and fun to watch and is, is so creative. So it's, I, I, take, I take the most from watching him as opposed to any sort of other random, even Zen world, Zen world has, he's had some good ones as well that I've watched for techno. And I'm like, okay, these are sick. How would you describe your sound? 
Speaking of sounds. I don't, that's a question I get asked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say the best way to describe it is it's a variation of electro house. It's sort of a, a, a what I call it is really heavy electro house, you know, because it's, I like having the electro elements, you know, the big sort of synths and the big sounding, you know, sounds with just a heavy driving bass line. Um, and there's a lot of that in my sets too, you know, with the, the track selection I play. Obviously, some sound a little darker, some sound a little more on the happier side. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's the best way to describe it, heavy um, heavy electro house. Yep. And at what point would you say you've made it? Because you said you, you want to make it in this music industry. But at what point would you say, fuck yeah, I've made it? Um, I don't think uh, that's a that's a tough question, that one. I don't think an artist can ever really say that they've made it. You know, if you can, if you look at Steve Aoki, you know, we all think Steve's made it because of his achievements and how much he plays out and the music that he writes, you know, has had however many hits. But, you know, I think an artist can never say that they've made it. You just have to keep making it no matter what, keep pushing, keep doing more, keep doing the most that you can to, to your ability and then, if you think the level of satisfaction within yourself is is high enough, then you know you can say you've made it. Mm. Um, that's just sort of my take on it. I think. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Actually, yeah. yeah. Do you have anything yeah. to say? <laughs> if you could say one thing to your younger self, what would that be? Ah, oh, shit! Just in general, or about like music, or anything. Oof. Um, that probably doesn't help. Uh, I don't want to piss anyone off. That's the, that's the main thing here. <laughs> I don't want to wear like an ex-girlfriend watches this or something. Um, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> don't go um, out with Casey. One thing, <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I could say to my younger self, keep hustling, don't stop. Um, believe in what you're doing and just, yeah, just don't stop. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, a, and another hard hitting one. Have you ever felt like giving up and just, and then just doing a normal nine to five? Oh, dude. Fuck yeah, I have. Um, yeah. That crossed my mind. Fuck. That crossed my mind in the last, not, so not, <laughs> fuck, not this lockdown, the lockdown before. Um, I'd say, oh, no, actually. Well, yeah, lockdown five from June to like July 9th, I'd say. During that one, I that sort of really, um, yeah, it really sort of put things in perspective and it sort of made me, I had to, I, look, I really looked at everything, you know, mentally going, am I going, is this the right, you know, is, is this the right path for me? Is what is everything I'm doing, all the hustle, all the grinding, is it going to pay off? Am I going to get there? You know? And I just felt like COVID was just like, you know, it's, it's prolonging everything. And it's just, it made me so angry. And I was like, you know, oh, pardon me. It made me so, so frustrated. Just like, maybe I am destined to be just this ordinary person, just a normal person, you know, having a normal job and not doing these ridiculous hours that I do. But then I looked at that and I said, yeah, nah, you know what? Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how'd you get through it? But then, yeah, it's just straight up. Nah, this is what I want to do. 
No, that's actually, how do I get through it? That's a really, that's another really good question. Um, I just said to myself, it's a speed bump. It's just a speed bump in the, in the long scheme of things, you know. Don't look at the small picture. Look at the bigger picture. You know, there's better days ahead. I mean, I hope, but, um, you know, there's better days ahead. There's gigs I haven't played. There's music I haven't made. You know, there's a whole bunch of new IDs. No one's even heard yet. So why not continue to build on that and just keep building and keep going and keep pushing, keep developing our sound and, and hopefully, you know, one day with a little bit of luck and a lot of hard work, it pays off for me. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Like Mask Wolf blew up overnight, but he grinded and hustled for years. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's Exhibit A of of that. You know, um, I think his song came out like two years ago or something. I was actually having this conversation with someone yesterday. They said, yeah, his um his song came out like two years ago, and just throughout the lockdowns, it just popped off, mm. and it just really goes to show, you know, anything what isn't a hit right now in two three four years time could be a hit you know like that love tonight song um by shouse or something that's like popped off out of nowhere too and it's like you know it's cool don't get me wrong like but yeah it's just sort of really it makes you sort of think okay well you know is this going to be a hit in the future is it going to be a hit now i mean i don't really think about hits i just want to make good music and i just want to keep you know yeah. People love it. Great. If they don't, well, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you are not being um, Elevate, what are you doing? You said you'd do a bunch of other stuff just before, but. Um, when I'm not Elevate, um, uh, look, I sometimes play F1 when I'm in the mood to play F1 on the PlayStation. Um, lately, I've been going for a lot of walks because my brother got me back into Pokemon Go. <laughs> so whatever gets you, you know, out of the house oh any I'll, I'll love an excuse to get out i don't care where i go just any, any excuse i just need to get out of the house yeah. drive me nuts um so yeah i i mean i don't know would you classify like the music making side as elevate or like when i'm producing well you're technically still you know elevate but like what do you do when you're not in your studio or just Okay. Um, well, yeah, I, I like playing darts. I've got a dartboard, so we, we, in the summer we play. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have a really entertaining life. Um, <laughs> I, I catch up with a few people here and there when we're not in lockdown. Not in lockdown. Not that I'm yeah. doing anything illegal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, yeah, I don't really, my life's not really that exciting. It's, it's, it's sad, I know. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, obviously I love watching the formula one. Uh, I love playing, you know, on my PlayStation. I've got a bunch of series that I watch, like I'm watching Titans at the moment. Um, I'm really watching the Kardashians. <laughs> 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 That'll give you some ammunition to fire at me. <laughs> yeah. I, n- I never, never would have predicted like, that's just, no. Nah. <laughs> I only, I only watch the Kardashians cause Kendall Jenner's in it. And like, she's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I thought you were going to say for Kanye. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, and Kanye too. Yeah, <laughs> he he is like he's killing it at the moment, Kanye. Yeah, he won a bunch of um awards on streaming platforms. Most streamed in twenty four hours. Yeah, that was ridiculous. 
I wanted to listen to it, but I couldn't really. I don't know. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's on Spotify." I'm like, "I don't know how to operate Spotify." Like, I'm, I'm old what? school. Like, yeah, just yeah. I'm man. I, yeah. I I don't. If I want to listen to a song, I'm like YouTube. <laughs> you know, you got songs on Spotify, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to use it. But <laughs> I mean, they're on there. I just like, oh yeah, cool. I mean. Hey, if other people are listening to them on Spotify, great. I don't know how to use it. I have, like, no clue how to use it. I, I find it very – it's just hard to navigate if you don't have premium. So I'm like, oh, well, I, I can't really afford premium. Oh. Yeah, if you don't have premium, it's a bitch. But Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's why I don't know how to navigate it. <laughs> like, you can't listen to anything that you want to. It's like, oh, I want to listen to this album, and you click it, and it'll play something random and then throw random songs yeah. in the mix puts it in a queue and I'm like, what? Yeah. I just wanted to listen to this. Like, I don't want to listen to all this other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you come up with the name, uh, Elevate? I actually didn't. My best mate when I was 16, and if he ever listens to this, he'll, he'll know that this is about him. I'll give him a shout out after I've told the story. So my best mate, Jake, at the time, we're on the phone and we're brainstorming DJ names. And I'm like, you know, I don't, what do I call myself? What's this alias? You know, what? You know what? And I had a bunch of like names on my iPod at the time. And he goes, nah, call yourself Elevate. I'm like, that sounds cool. That sounds sick, actually. And then I go, I go to him, I go, how would I spell it? He goes, spell it E-L-E. And I'm like, nah, 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 that sounds shit. I go, spell it A-L-A. So whenever someone comes up to me, they're like, oh, you know, you spelled it wrong. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, they think I'm illiterate because I don't know if I can't spell. <laughs> so... I purposely did it. It, sound, it looks better. The, yeah. the image of it looks better with the A's instead of the E's. <laughs> well, well, the way you pronounce it, it comes off a lot easier. Otherwise, it'd be elevate. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It looks weird with the A's. Let's get to know you a little more personally. What's your favorite food? Love a kebab. Yeah? Yeah, you, I love it. Do you have a regular shop you go to? Yeah, um, so I was spewing. I had a kebab on Monday, but my local one, at, like we've got this place called The Stables, which is a, a sort of like a little shopping center about 10 minutes away from me. That was shut, and I called them like three times and they didn't answer, so I was spewing. So I had to go to the backup joint, which is in another, like, so where I'm in, like, I'm in the north. Um, I think like Epping Mill Park and Laylor isn't too far from me. So that's where the other one was. So I had to go to Laylor and get it. It was just a fucking nightmare. Like, fuck this. <laughs> um, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation 100%. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> yeah, um, the best. Netflix or Disney Plus? Fuck. Um, ah, Jesus. Look, I'd have to say Netflix. I feel Netflix... It's been lacking a little lately, so I haven't really been on it, but um, it's more of a variety. It's just more, I feel anyways, I can skim through stuff a lot quicker and there's more, there's just more variety really, you know, there's older films, um, mm. new films, new series, so Netflix definitely. Yeah. And this is a new one I've recently put in. What's your biggest conspiracy? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here we go. Biggest conspiracy. Yeah. Let's see how crazy you are. Tinfoil shit. Let, oh, <laughs> uh, oh, mate, I'm going to go like berserk. Um, I reckon, okay, biggest conspiracy, COVID-19. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, are we allowed to, are we we allowed to like, 
are, are we allowed to discuss? I don't want to be like, you know, apparently you can spread false information. So I don't really, you know, are we allowed to, can we discuss COVID over this? I don't know. Are we allowed to? It's your image. If you want to come across as like a, a COVID-19 <laughs> crazy conspiracist, <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, anyone it, else listening? It. Take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah, believe what you want or do your own research. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to say COVID. I reckon COVID is um, it's a cover-up, I reckon, for something that's really going on. There's, there's no way known that, like, it just seems so fitting. A hundred years ago, there was that other, the Spanish flu or whatever it was, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then conveniently, a hundred years later, this deadly virus that I can, you know, protect myself with a piece of cloth, you know, from my kitchen. I can make a mask out of, you know, like, like how? It makes no sense. And, yeah, like, I don't know. I can, I can go, like, really. Do you want me to go really balls deep into it or just? Yeah, we've got time. Go crazy. All right. So, the, yeah. As I said, it's a cover-up for something, I reckon. There's, there's got to be something going on. There's something fishy. I reckon Australia, right, mm-hmm. we are like, because, and I read this somewhere, so take with a grain of salt listeners because, <laughs> you know, don't, don't, you know, <laughs> don't, don't jump at me. Um, but I read somewhere that I was on Instagram. Australia is like the test subject for the rest of the world because then eventually the rest of the world is going to be doing all these like, you know, putting all these like measures in and this and that and rah, rah, rah. So it's just, um, yeah, it's where it's, it's starting here and then it's eventually going to go overseas and, and whatnot. So I have to say we would have to be the worst test subjects in the world. Oh, hundred percent. Like, I mean, you've left open Dan Murphy's like you left, (laughs) like, I mean, all we're going to do is just go to the bottle shop every weekend and just get absolutely pissed. Yeah, Australia has that <laughs> I don't give a fuck attitude. You know, we're the worst test subjects. There's a reason why well, The Walking Dead isn't shot in Australia because no way in hell would let a zombie walk around the street. It's like, I'll get fucked. <laughs> like, nah, legit. Yeah. Legit. We, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? If you could pick anywhere in the world to live, where would you live? So I'd, I'd, I'd live somewhere tax-free, right? Because you you wouldn't have to pay tax for any land, right? I think is it – I'm not so – don't quote me on this. You'll, you'll have to look it up. I think Monaco or something is, like, tax-free. Like, some really exotic country in the world is, is tax-free. So I'd, I'd just live there because you, you wouldn't have a worry in the world, you know. You don't have to pay any tax. You can just – it's another sort of little – hassle you don't have to deal with you sound like a really dodgy guy you know like i feel like if we (laughs) if we met up again in another like 50 years or something you'd be in monaco in the bush tinfoil hat going covid covid (laughs) (laughs) man i hope covid's not around then (laughs) like you just seem hella dodgy like your conspiracies (laughs) and then like you've got the no tax and (laughs) Okay, maybe a little. I'm kidding. I'm not really dodgy. <laughs> I hope the ATO don't see this because I don't want them really looking into me. <laughs> how many unpaid gigs have you, or how many paid gigs have you 
declared. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoops. Um, that's another good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oops. Um, do you have anything to say to your ever-growing fan base? Um, do I have anything to say? Yes. I love yep. you guys so much. Um, the support over the last seven years has been nothing short of amazing, you know, from the ones who were there from the very beginning to the ones that are new to the ones that I haven't even met yet. You know, you're all, you're all fucking awesome. Please don't stop the support. Um, I'm forever thankful and forever grateful. And yeah. And what about the people who aren't following you? What do you have to say to them? You're missing out. Get on the bandwagon. <laughs> and where can we find you? In nightclubs or on socials? <laughs> <laughs> socials. I know. I know nightclubs. You're at um, Lucky's, uh, Cloud Nine. Like you're like pretty regular there. Yeah, Lucky. So Lucky. I think I'm a resident every. I, I, I got to a point when we were open. I think I was playing there like every fortnight, mm. and then Cloud every fortnight or sometimes weekly. And then I've been playing Tramp Mercy on a Sunday morning. Jeez. I do the 9am, yeah. So, like, my Saturday, my, my weekends are usually pretty stacked. Like, I'll start Thursday, break Friday, unless I play a gig on somewhere Friday. Um, and then Saturday night, it's just cloud first and then a regional sometimes or it's the opposite way around. I play a regional gig first at, like, you know, down in Warren or down, you know, Melton or wherever, and then I'll make my way back to the city. And then, yeah, it's just basically the long kick-on sesh at Mercy, and then I play from nine till whenever they are, they, kick they want to kick me off. Yeah. Well, uh, they love my company there, I think, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> What's um, been the weirdest so, yeah. experience at a venue you've been at? Do you have any strange stories that have happened that you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I saw some. <laughs> I do actually. I won't disclose the venue because, um, uh, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll kill me if I do. <laughs> um, but I remember one one morning, uh, I don't know, it wasn't even a morning, it was early on in the night. Some chick was so, she was so fucked up. Like she had, you know, you know, the normal, gla- like the normal drinking glasses, yeah, that you get like when you're at a club, just the yep. standard sort of average ones. Yeah. So she, she had a mini on, right? And she, I remember seeing her walk right past me and I shit you not, in the middle of the dance floor, she squatted, put this glass un, like literally under her and started pissing in it. And I looked at her, I'm like, are you, you're fucking, <laughs> this is not happening. Like, there's no way known in how I'm witnessing this shit happen, like unfold in front of my eyes. And I was just like, what, like, what the actual fuck? Like, I was speechless more than anything. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds nasty. Very nasty. It was an experience in itself, to say the least, I think. I bet. <laughs> and um, where can we find you on socials? So my Instagram is underscore elevate underscore. Mm-hmm. My Facebook page is obviously just, you know, elevate. Um, I won't reveal my Snapchat because I made the account when I was like 13. So <laughs> we'll keep that one a little uh, little hush-hush. <laughs> Um, yeah, or you can find them all down in the description below. There's a little link. I'll put your um fan link there, whatever it is, link tree, whatever you got you going on there. Oh, even better. Yeah. Beauty. Sweet. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, that's, that's for all my tunes, all my mixes. I think yeah. they're on there. 
um, yeah, upcoming releases. So, oh, so you have anything, man? Do you have anything major we should look out for? Yeah, so I've got. I will be on. Oh Jesus, this is going to get premiered in October. So yeah, I have a. So, <laughs> so where we are in this point of time, I'm playing on the radio station tonight down oh, in wow. Melbourne called Plenty Valley FM. Yeah, so that set for the listeners, um, that set will be on my SoundCloud, and it'll feature a lot of my newer sort of my newer unreleased music and a bunch of my favorite tracks. Um, I've got a few. I've got a few releases coming out. I've got, I think, three confirmed at the moment. I'm just waiting on more. I need to finish more, and I need to need to work on more and send them off. But um, yeah, just yeah, keep following me and you know, watch yep. the journey unfold. I'd say. Yeah. Um, elevate, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.